We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode 420. Um, this means a lot to some people, this episode number. Not much to me, I might say, but, you know, figured it's going to be okay. So, yeah, we're here. We're ready to rock and roll. This is the first episode of December, and we're ready to record an episode. How are you doing tonight, Mike? I am live and in... HG and I'm good. I'm uh, rocking out of my girlfriend's house because I needed to have a better place to stream my t-shirt reveal. <laughs> but I'm good. I'm back. I'm alive. I'm not dead. I have one more final and I'm good. I'm out of school finally for a month. Awesome. Well, good luck to that one. You've been crushing all the rest of them, so I'm sure you'll do just fine on this one. How are you doing, Lucas? I'm doing good. I'm wearing a shirt that says Infendo Radio <laughs> on it. I'm here with good friends. We all pretended to pee, so it's been a good, uh, good I actually intro did for me. I was out of the loop. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually peed right before because I knew that was coming. Yes, me too. And I really had to pee. <laughs> I mean, I do have the garbage can right here, so you know I didn't actually go anywhere. Oh God, Jesus! <laughs> Steve, yeah, save us. Good. How are you doing tonight? I am good. I'm wired because somebody bought me coffee, and I've been drinking coffee for over an hour now, so you might actually hear me talk today if my um, video thing will go properly today. <laughs> yeah, well, last I, I got that track last week, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. I left that in just for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Justin, how the heck are you doing this evening? How are you and your cats? How many cats you got in your lap? I only got one right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Only one. The places we could go with that. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> well, we are live. We are talking with our patrons. We actually have a few patrons in our hangout with us, so thank you to the three of you all that are with us tonight. We actually have a little surprise for you all this month. Um, as a little thank you for. Pe- <laughs> <God>. <laughs> we have a little Apparently surprise I have for you all. A, big as black a little pussy uh, in my pants. There nice. it is. <laughs> So we <laughs> could I talk? I'm, I'm talking. We have we have a little surprise for our patrons this month, especially those that are you know have been with us for a long time. So basically, what we're gonna do is we're gonna upgrade you guys to the next package if you guys are on the ten dollar tier or above. So uh, Lucas, why don't you tell us what that's all about? Okay. Well, it's just kind of a thank you to you guys who have been like our biggest Patreon supporters, and we we love all of you guys, but. Logistically, it's easiest to, to upgrade the, the 10 and $20 tiers because those are both tiers that involve you guys being on the show as opposed to things that are locked behind a paywall that we really can't adjust. At least we don't know how to. So um, <laughs> no for God. our $10 patrons, you guys are going to get bumped automatically this month up to $20 patrons for the last show of the month. And that's going to mean that you can join us in the... Uh, show before and after and during breaks like phantom and minus are doing right now and um andy. I'm, I'm missing somebody and andy searson so um thought there was another head there but um <laughs> so yeah by all means feel free to uh you know you're gonna get a free bump so feel free to join us hey, for once phantom wasn't art- the one who was forgotten <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm mixing it up i'm mixing it up 
And to our $20 patrons, of which there are actually a few, believe it or not, um, you guys are going to be able to participate in the show at the end of the month. So we're planning an all Nintendoons show just to kind of keep things simple. We hope you guys will be able to make it, and um, I thank you for believing in us and supporting us through Patreon. It really means a lot. And I assume that the offer is open to anybody who wants to bump up their Patreon too, right? Like yeah, it's not absolutely. just for people who started. So like if you're at like a five dollar tier and you really want to just come hang out like before and during the show and stuff and be on the show for a little bit on like the YouTube live feed, by all means, like if you want to become a ten dollar patron, you'll get bumped up. So you know, f- have fun with it. Do what you want. Yep. But thank you guys. It's all it's all a thank you to you guys because, you know, the giveaway, we only got to give away one item to one person. And we kind of want to do a little more for the people that have really kind of been our biggest supporters. So that's right. our attempt at doing that. Awesome. Well, that, that, that was well said. Lucas, exactly that. Like, yeah, just thank you so much for all your support you've given <clears> us. Like, from <throat> the get-go, like, man, it was just like... It was unbelievable. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for believing in us. Thank you for jo- donating to our Patreon. And, yeah, this is just a little thank you. So, thank you yeah, for with being that... a friend. Traveling <laughs> down the road and back again. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that said, we're going to just move straight into the news. And since I am the first person to have a news article, I guess I'll be leading us into this one. So, this one is actually kind of interesting. Um,. This one, you can take this in a lot of different ways. So basically, NVIDIA is going to be um, partnering with Nintendo in Japan only, I might add. But um, there's going to be actually 1080p versions of a lot of uh, Nintendo Wii games on there. So they've uh, announced that New Super Mario Bros. Wii, Twilight Princess, and Punch-Out! are going to be all remastered and playable on the NVIDIA Shield. And in fact, I'm pretty sure that that's already been um, launched. So like, if you live in China and you're listening to us, you're probably playing Punch-Out! or something on your Shield. So yeah, that's really cool, actually. Um, what, what do you guys make of this? It has a lot of promise for a lot of things. Um, I'll jump in here real quick. So um, what I was reading too is, um, at first people weren't sure because they haven't actually come out yet, and like this has only been like a day or two old announcement. So they've been trying to like, go back and forth on what's been like, what's announced, what's new, and like what is going to happen with it. So what we know now is those three games, and eventually GameCube games as well, are going to head to China on the NVIDIA Shield, which is kind of like, I guess, Nintendo's new way of like remaking the IQ, like the old Nintendo 64 mm. China uh, console. Oh, I forgot about the IQ. Yeah. So like, at like first, now they're going to At first have... this whole thing didn't make any sense to me, but now that you make that comparison, it's all kind of coming yeah, together. Well, yeah, and like, and like this is like their first time being in China or whatever with these games, and they are remastered in 1080p, but they're not like just up like, like ports or like whatever stream. They are natively... 1080p like they have been remastered and redone for the nvidia shield so they will look a lot better and people are already wondering how the comparison is going to be for twilight princess with this up compared to the uh hd remake we've had on the uh, the wii u well i know that um as far as wii games were concerned one of the things that i heard that made nintendo brand Wii games look so much better was they actually made all of their textures and whatnot in hd to begin with, and then downscaled them, you know, for the Wii. So they probably could just, you know, use the original textures and just, you know, increase probably, the the resolution they, they, they and it would look fantastic. Up a little bit. I mean, just put some new paint on them or whatever. But like, yeah. what I find hopeful about this is like, 
Um, I know this is a China thing right now, like, you know, trying to get China's, like, um, Nintendo PR rep up and everything and get, like, games out for them to play. But, like, if they're going to up-res, like, Wii games and GameCube games, I mean, of course, my first thought, because I'm an asshole, was like, oh, shit, like, fucking Melee HD 1080p on a fucking China console. Like, when's that coming over to stateside on, like, the Switch or whatever? You know, like, it might happen. I mean, it probably right. won't happen. But, like, you know, it opens the door for a lot of uh, future possibilities. And um, I don't know when it's coming out. Like, um, there'll be, you better get these things off some kind of random app on the NVIDIA Shield. And then you'll be able to play them on there in China. And I'm sure there'll be some kind of way to, like, import a China exclusive, whatever, to get it playable over here. But Yeah, like, like do a VPN or something like that. Yeah, just, I'm not like, sure, how, that, I'm not sure how, that'll, how that'll work. I'm not sure how the Shield will work. But um, according to this article here, article here, customized for the China market, Shield is a completely localized device with local content, store search, and more. Shield will bring Chinese customers a brand new experience in gaming, AI, and home entertainment with Baidu's Duer OS conversational AI system. <laughs> and abundant entertainment options from iQuai. <laughs> iQuai every time when I read that shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, t- to be honest, like, I don't know if this, like you said, I don't know if this means anything for us, but, like, it's interesting nonetheless that, like, at the very least, Nintendo has, you know, 1080p assets of the all these games floating around that maybe they'll re-release for Switch or exactly, something. Exactly, like, they, right. they'll, they'll, they'll have them now, like, they'll be able to say, hey, we have these games, and what they do with them then is all up to, all up to Nintendo. Now, are Nintendo doing the... I'm sorry, I, I was reading my article, so I might have missed this. Uh, Nintendo actually doing the work to up-res these, or is this being yeah. done by NVIDIA or third-party? No, Nintendo's doing it. I call it Nintendo is like doing a, a legit business, huh. part, a business relationship with NVIDIA for this. So, like, this is all their um, their thing. Apparently, be, apparently, because um, I forgot that Nvidia has technology in the Switch too, so I guess that's why they're partnering with them for China. Right. Yeah. I, so now I'm I, I may be in the dark on this one, but were these games ever released in the Chinese market? Like, on was the Wii even a thing in China? Like, I don't even know that. I don't remember. I I'm hopefully hopefully someone in the chat can um, save us on that one, but I don't remember if it was like an actual. Um, releasing there let me look that up real quick i feel like it wasn't yeah i kind of feel the same way i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure back then they had like a big like ban on consoles right yeah Yeah, that's why like they had to release it as like the iq that was like the only way to get video games into you know into china as in a console version type thing because there's um deals like that which is kind of a really cool way to experience a lot of great games all at once. I mean, right you now. According to yeah, an article on CNET from 2007, Nintendo said it aims to launch its Wii console in China and South Korea next year, 2008. Hmm. Whether it did or not, oh, I go. don't know, but they were planning <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Well, yeah, it, nonetheless, it's it's just a really cool thing that Nintendo's doing there. I, I mean... I, it's weird, like, you know, ch- the Chinese market is so much different than ours that I'm sure that they tailored this specifically to that, but I, it, I'd be interested to see if they're interested in doing something like this in the future with other companies, you know? That was only moderately loud. <laughs> yes, and then we got the <laughs> echo of it, which is even better. <laughs> okay, well, that was our timer. Um, we're going to move on to our next news article. And that brings us to Mega Man. I believe that was you, right, Justin? Uh, no, that's Steve. 
Oh no, that was Steve. Yeah, that's right. So they did a 30th anniversary stream for Mega Man. Um, I don't remember what yesterday. happened. It was yesterday, yeah, Monday. Yeah. Oh, Monday. And one of the things that they announced during this was that they're doing a 30th anniversary um, Mega Man collection for the Switch. Um, it's going to contain Mega Man Legacy Collection and Mega Man Legacy Collection 2. They did not specify whether it's going to be both collections in one, like on one cartridge or in one bundle. Probably or not. Or if they're going to be sold separately. Um, but they are going to be doing both those collections on the Switch. It'll be the first time Mega Man Legacy Collection 2 has been available on a Nintendo console, which is actually pretty cool. <laughs> um, Mega Man Legacy Collection includes <clears throat> Mega Man's 1 through 6, and then Legacy Collection 2 has 7 through 10. And these games will have amiibo support, which is probably not something to get overly excited about, because if it's anything like the first Mega, the first Legacy Collection, It'll probably just be a series of challenges that you can unlock, you know, that's exclusive to an amiibo. But right. wait, there's more! <laughs> um, they also announced that they are going to do Mega Man 11. And mm -hmm. this will be the first new game in the series since 2010. Mm -hmm. And that will be coming to Switch as well as all other current-gen consoles. Which is but wait, there's even more than that because if you go to the very bottom of the article it says something else that's pretty cool <laughs> i am scrolling down to the bottom of the article now and i don't see it <laughs> capcom has also announced that it has a collection of all eight Mega Man x titles in the works that will Ooh. also come to the nintendo switch as well as all other current gen consoles thank you i somehow missed that paragraph so <laughs> Before so, Mike so starts hating on this, <laughs> we know Lucas. Is yeah, I want to say something about this collection because I'm sure I'm that that's what you grew up with. Well, I didn't even grow up with it. I discovered Mega Man in like late high school, early college. But like, I love Mega Man. I love it so much. I hate the company because I feel like they ruin everything they touch. But Mega Man is pure and innocent and sweet. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I feel like the Legacy Collection looked a little weird when I checked it out on the 3DS. It didn't quite run quite like how I felt like the old games ran, but overall, like just even if they're not perfect ports, getting all the old Mega Man games, getting all of the Mega Man X games, and getting Mega Man 11, which looks really cool. Like, Appar I'm really hyped. Apparently, I mean, if it's the same build that they released on all the other systems, um, it is... A perfect port, like even down to the hardware limitations. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm very happy. I mean, I'm not a huge Mega Man fan, but, you know, as a casual observer, I'm very happy that Mega Man 11 is not another NES throwback. You know, especially since Mega Man's 7 and 8 were not, you know, that style of graphics, so it didn't make much sense for 9 and 10 to be, but. Right. I, I'm i excited for this news only for the fact that I really like all the Mega Man games like Lucas, so it's going to be... And the Switch is like, come on, that's like the perfect place to play them, right? Like, yeah, so I, mean, I, this is oh, yeah. I bought the first Legacy Collection for the 3DS and I barely played it. I feel like I might get more use out of it on the Switch if I decide to buy it again. I, yeah. I bought the one with the gold amiibo just because I wanted the amiibo. Of course you did. Because <laughs> you have I, an I wish that they would just throw, since, like, 
Okay, because they're splitting up these packages, right? It looks like there's going to be the Mega Man 1 through 6, all the six, NES games. and then, yeah. 7 through whatever, all the ones that seven they remade. Ten. Yeah, and then... Probably, yeah. 11. 11. And, then, and then the X series is going to get it. Like, what? put it all in yeah. one fucking package. Right. And, well, and yeah. can I kind of... Can I kind of springboard off of that? Because I feel like I'm going to get into Mike territory, and then Mike can go off. But, um, <laughs> like, I mean, nobody's arguing that this doesn't feel greedy. Like, nobody's... I, I don't think anybody here thinks that this isn't Capcom saying, give us your money for, like, the same games we've released, like, 20 other times. <laughs> but, like, right. I, I want it on my Switch, so I get it. it. It does feel pretty bad being sold, like, the exact same content for, like, the 10th time. But I still really like Mega Man, and I'll get it again. So, you know. Mike, do you have any thoughts on the discussion? Oh, I've been, I've been waiting, I've been waiting. Um, so, here's how I feel. Um... <laughs> They finally announced a new Mega Man game, oh, and boy. it's Mega Man 11. And, I mean, cool, Mega Man 11 looks cool and everything, but, like, uh, in, in my biased opinion, um, this is a slap in the face to Nintendo fans, Mega Man fans, and fans of the franchise as a whole. Because um, they can't think of another fucking way to make Mega Man games, so they're going to fucking continue on with the numbered series that they've been going on with uh, fucking the last entirety of Capcom's fucking existence and uh oh and oh by the way you want to make a man legacy collection too which you could have easily had a long time ago oh you want we've had this game out for like almost a fucking year already oh now you can have it oh and pay full price too and everything else and um you don't get it on one cartridge oh and oh and go buy our fucking amiibo again and just like no I don't I don't want any of that um the X games are cool. I mean, I like the fact that they have all of these games coming to it finally. Um, someone even said, like, at, when the Switch came out, there was no Mega Man games coming at all. Now we have 19 Mega Man games coming, granted, only one of them is new. <laughs> only one of them is new. However, like, Mega Man, well. is, Mega Man is dead. Like, I love Mega Man, but, like, Mega Man as a franchise, like, Capcom doesn't care. Like, Capcom is so easy, like, oh, 30th anniversary, like, oh, you're getting one new game, like, a bunch of the old shit over again, rebuy it. And, like, yeah, Jacob's on his, in the chat's like, oh, Nintendo does the same shit all the time. Yeah, they do. But, like, Nintendo has, like, a crap ton of franchises. Capcom has Mega Man, Street Fighter, Monster Hunter, and Resident Evil. Like, and we all know yeah. they're milking all of those to the point of exhaustion as well. And I just don't think that Capcom gives a flying mm. fuck about Mega Man. I, I, to I'm give gonna... Capcom a little bit more credit, they have a, a you know quite a bit more franchises than just just those. But I, I take I see your point. I'm I am gonna make one. I mean, most of that stuff I didn't really have an argument against or for for that matter. But I mean, Mega Man Eleven. I think it looks more like they're putting something into it than Mega Man Nine and Ten. Because again, they're they made new graphics for it. They're building an engine from the ground up. They're not just reusing. Um, assets from previous games. So, you know, hey, that's remember, not Remember terrible. how Kenji Inafune left Capcom because they wouldn't fucking let him make a Mega Man game so he made Muddy, 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 Muddy Number 9 and all of a sudden they're like, oh shit, if he's gonna make a game, we're gonna make a game too. Here, here, have Mega Man 11. Well, <laughs> it does yeah, kind of like, reek of that, but... But, I mean, you can't fault a business for acting like a business. Like, I, I feel like when a business like Nintendo steps up and does good things, it's like, hey... Look at how great these guys are. But when a business like Capcom is trying to make money off of their games that have done well in the past, it's just like, there's the obvious outcome, you know? They want more money. Like, 
they are what they are. They're a corporation. Like it's, yeah, it's, I mean, Nintendo it's nice when they to... step up and they do a good job, but right, know. Nintendo no, didn't have to give us Super Mario Odyssey. And no, I don't. I don't. I don't promote it as a throwback to Mario sixty four. <laughs> I still, I'm, I still I'm think, definitely. I still think Capcom is ass, and I feel like this is just as bad as Platonic fucking making ukulele forty dollars on the Switch because they announced that today as well. I I definitely have a problem with Capcom on the whole. I have much more of a problem with Capcom when it comes to Monster Hunter. But like, admittedly, I would have loved Mega Man Legends or Legends. Am I even talking the right stuff now? Maybe, yeah, <laughs> Mega Man Legends three. I would have loved that, you know? Um, but it is what it is, you know? I, I prefer to be getting something over nothing, even if the motives behind it aren't necessarily pure. At least I'm getting games I really like. So sure. that's kind of where I drop on the issue. <laughs> There's that double click. <laughs> He's got the Okay, luck. we're done. So now for the next topic, Mega Man 2, in our 19-part <laughs> discussion about Mega Man games. Mega Man 2, is it the best Mega Man? Yes, it is. Mega Man 3, is it the best Mega should, Man? Not really. Should I mute him, Eugene, or will you? <laughs> oh, I got me all the power. Um, so a personal fantasy of mine came true today that I never thought I would get to see. Some <laughs> incarnation of Portal is going to exist on a Nintendo system, and I am super freaking excited for it. It is not Portal 1, it is not Portal 2, it is not non-existent Portal 3. It is a crossover title with a game called Bridge Constructor, and it is aptly named Bridge Constructor Portal. <laughs> um, the the Bridge Constructor game, as far as I understand it from like my limited digging that I did before the show, is that it's kind of a physics-based bridge-building game where vehicles are traveling across the bridge, and you have to make the bridge stable enough for them to get to one point to the other. What Portal adds to the mix, I'm assuming, is their patented portals, which means that you'll be which able means you to, don't have you to know, build the bridge at all. And shoot and <laughs> it's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be chaotic and heady and difficult to comprehend, but wonderful all at the same time. And they've mentioned that they have GLaDOS in the game, which if you've played a Ooh. portal, she's like one of the best video game characters of all time. Just wisecracking AI who belittles you the entire time. So Are you gonna say I you also want, want Stephen Merchant's character. What was that in Portal Two? Is that Wheatley? Oh yes, Wheatley. Yeah. But, oh, oh I would love, I would love some Wheatley. I mean, I guess technically you can't say that we've never had Portal content because Lego Dimensions did exist and that yeah. had a Portal segment to it. But like, this just feels so much more official to me. You know, this isn't like yeah. Lego making a thing. This is like Portal Studio, like Valve making a thing, and like. I know it's not Portal, but I'm really excited because I want that content. So, so, um, so I guess um, the so basically what the what, last uh, I was just gonna point. say. So basically, what you're saying is Half-Life Three Switch exclusive confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that would piss off some fanboys. That would be as bad as Bayonetta Two. Um, oh, worse. Oh, <laughs> The the last bit that I have to address is that this game is actually going to come out on Windows, Mac, Linux, and smartphone on December 20th. The console versions, which is going to include the Switch, are going to come in, quote, early 2018. So I guess stay tuned for an official release date. But apparently it's coming to Switch, and that's really freaking cool. So, awesome. Yep. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I guess I pumped. I mean, I. I like Portal, so this could be interesting. And it's. Yeah. It, it's made by, uh, by in conjunction with Valve Studios, right? So it, it looks like they're going to be involved. So. Yeah. 
I've seen a lot of goofy, um, like, meme videos of fucking that, uh, bridge constructing game, so I'm totally interested in seeing how crazy this game gets. <laughs> I mean, I'll, it's definitely, I love Portal, I have no idea what this bridge game is, but, you know, it sounds like an interesting enough idea that I would want to check it out. Hopefully there's a demo. Well, from what I saw, it kind of reminds me of those physics-based games like um, World of Goo. Yeah, um, that was what I was little, thinking when you well, were describing it. Well, Little wasn't really it. But yeah, it, it kind of has that same vibe to it, just a little bit more based in reality as opposed to, like, goo physics. But yeah, it looks interesting. It looks like another one of those games. But I feel like the portal <laughs> aspect is really going to propel it for me. Right. And that's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. I I guess we don't really have anything else to talk about bridges. Steve, you want before, to talk to me about before we go, bridges? Before we go on, um, if, Steve, if Steve doesn't have any bridge talk, um, I, feel like we, <laughs> I, I feel like we fucked up by not mentioning that today is um, Iwata's 58th, birth, 58th birthday. Oh, good call. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize wow. that. So uh, that, we miss you. Thank you for yeah. doing good shit. Your, your last project is a huge success, so... <laughs> oh my god, Nintendo Fever is offline. <laughs> Alright, oh and... Uh, okay, let's breaking start, news. Let's not start bashing <laughs> other people's websites in the middle of an Iwata memorial. <laughs> I wasn't going to... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought the memorial was over. I thought we all said something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let's reel it back in. We're going to move on to our next news topic. fucking Mike's turn for a podcast article and so because I've been typecasted I am the Pokemon Go guy (laughs) actually I picked the article because I put it on there but anyway Pokemon Go is a thing that I play every day no puns intended and they had the Halloween event so we first got our first Gen 3 Pokemon in October and now we're getting 50 more Gen 3 Pokemon coming soon and the rest will be coming out uh sporadically, which means I was totally wrong entirely my initial point of how they're going to release Gen 3, but that's not the cool thing here. Um, Gen 3 is like, whatever, we have Pokemon already. What's already, what is cool, though, is we are getting dynamic weather systems, which means, um, for the first time in an article, <laughs> according to the article here on... For Facebook, the first time in forever. Oh, so, in, just in a, triggered Lucas. In a quote from Niantic here themselves, um, oh god, the fucking show notes just borked on me. Um, <laughs> for the first time in an, augment, in an augmented reality mobile game, real world weather will now be a factor in the gameplay experience. As trainers are exploring the world around them in search of Pokemon, current weather in the vicinity will be visible on the in game map. The real world weather around trainers will impact the gameplay of Pokemon Go in a variety of ways that include changing Pokemon habitats where it can be found, increasing combat power, and earning more stardust to catch the Pokemon. That's assuming you have a variety of weather where you live. Yeah, you and I are fucked. Like, oh, hey, half right. a year. No. We're fucked for like seven months out of the year. Lucas is Meanwhile, fucked for most of the year. Meanwhile, in Florida. Right. <laughs> If it's not if it's not raining, it's fucking snowing. But um, it's like the following oh, great, weather, another sneezel. The following weather <laughs> conditions have been identified: sun slash clear, so normal, rain, <laughs> snow, fog, partial clouds, and wind. The hell we comes out expect- in fog? 
Sorry. Eugene? <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> High five, Mike. Episode 420, everybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, we can now expect the following to be affected by the current weather conditions above spawn behaviors. So, like, they even said, like, um, so, like, in the rain, you get increased water types, thunder types, and bug types. And in the windy types, you get increased psychic flying, and I don't know what else, I can't see it. Um, combat boosts in power and in, in battle, so you get higher level Pokemon when you catch them in that weather condition, and an extra twenty five percent startup for wild catch. So you get like one hundred and twenty five or whatever. Wow, weather conditions are in effect. Certain types of blah 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 blah. Yeah, nothing else has been added. Um, basically, if you're on the fence about Pokemon Go, weather might be a cool thing to get you back into it. Otherwise, this is cool for me and no one else. But. Um, the other cool which, thing about Pokemon Go I wanted to add, I forgot about, but um, they changed from Google Maps to um, On Demand or whatever they're called, comes, which means that if you load Pokemon Go, the, the map setup might look the same, but like the actual map they're using is different. And Google is like a static map. Whatever you get is what they put on there. But this new setup is like, um, like people can go on and edit what is in that area of the maps. Like they can put new roads in and stuff. <coughs> might mean eventually, not right now, but eventually it might increase yeah. and create new spawn points for people yeah. who have like nothing around them in rural locations. Yeah, I'm I'm booting mine up right now to see if I've got anything worthwhile. <laughs> cool, nice, good, good luck. And um, like um, there might not, there's not gonna be anything new like um, Pokemon wise, like spawn rate eventually right now but eventually that might cause more things to come up like more gyms more pokestops and stuff so pokemon <laughs> go might get a resurgence if you um actually want to try to get into it but i mean oh it, it it's cool for me <laughs> yeah so, i, mean, I might have be... missed this uh I when did you say uh, yeah. this is coming out um soon like in the next couple weeks for sure um gen 3 is coming out in the next week couple weeks and i think dynamic weather is going to be tied in with it but yeah can't i can't the, i can't yeah. see what justin is showing me i am showing you nothing absolutely nothing <laughs> i see a ho i see a guy on a road with pokemon around him no no pokemon see, when he around shoved, him <laughs> when he shoved the phone up we should have been like oh my god it's a lugia or something and just you know, <laughs> freak him out except i can oh see my, my camera <laughs> That's Justin's bi-monthly Pokemon Go opening. It's pretty much. Um, yeah, still nothing here, which annoys me because I'm going to have to figure out how to edit the map because there's a ball field right across the street where I live that I would that I can't believe is not a location yet. Right? Um, you can email Niantic and like, request a Pokestop, and you can take a picture of it, send it to him, and be like, hey, this should be a Pokestop, and that might get you something out of it. If you have any signs in the area, they love signs. Like they will yeah. make any sign a yep. Pokestop. So, well, if you, well, if one you of the remember... great things about New York is that we've got this historical marker, this historical highway marker system. So, like pretty much any one of those could probably be a Pokestop or something. And they love. That's kind of how it was yeah. in Tampa too. We had and tons of signs like everywhere. And if you remember when Pokemon Go first came out, and I was on the show when it first came out, I was even saying like fucking. It's not even there anymore, but there's a picture of a, a Pokestop of a stone cactus that they had outside of a Mexican, Mexican restaurant, <laughs> which then turned into an Italian restaurant, which then is now being turned into a child daycare. But the fucking stone cactus uh, Pokestop is still there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, like, it just... They it, will, they will mark anything. I don't understand what they changed or why 
in that, you know, when I first started playing Pokemon Go, and I've said this a hundred times before, but for anybody who hasn't heard me, any new listeners or whatever, when Pokemon Go first came out, I used to catch Pokemon in my own house. The first one I caught right. was outside. I live on a dead end street with four houses on it on the outskirts of a town in the middle of nowhere. But when I first opened the app, there was uh, an Oddish out on the street just at the end of my driveway and i've caught pokemon inside my own house in my living room in my bedroom and so oh, why yeah, what did they, yeah what did they do to that to basically <laughs> they, break they the game so it doesn't change, work anymore uh spawns and stuff and like they, they made it a bit harder to all yeah. pop up like if you don't if you're not near a pokestop you have a significant drop in pokemon spawns which is unfortunate yeah well then that's what ended up happening i only get pokemon when i go for a walk in town well, what the hell is I guess Fwef? that's enough of Pokemoning today. That's enough of newsing today. We're going to move out of it and we're going to get into Nintendo. So we're going to take a little break here and we'll be right back. And we're back. We're ready to play some Nintendoons. We're here. We've got a song that just got sung to us. I don't know how I feel about it. This is several you know, songs. <laughs> Simultaneously. We're still going to roll with it anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're, we're going to play Nintendoons now. In this section, um, I have a list of games, 11 of them in fact, and I'm going to play songs from these games, and these guys are going to try and guess what they are. This is actually, a, I guess, a listener favorite, I would say. Um, it's one of my favorite um, things to do on Infendo Radio, so uh, yeah, let's get rocking and rolling. I have some listener questions that we have quaid up. Um, questions that, um, or songs? Or I'm sorry, listener songs that that um, that I have in here. So if you want to submit some songs as well, you can too by going to Patreon.com/slash Infendo Radio. So what's that the said, theme, Eugene? I'm gonna go with one. What's that, Justin? Uh, Jacob in chat says, "What's the theme, Eugene?" Don't have a theme this week, unfortunately. Um, I picked two songs. Yeah, Heather <laughs> picked two songs as the theme. <laughs> so good luck with that. Um, here's the first one. This one comes straight for me, so here we go. Does it mean the volume need to go up or down? Or? A little bit down. down maybe. Uh, Mike, you took the, the question that I wanted. <laughs> is this Wacky Racers, the video game? No, but this is a racing game. As opposed to Wacky Racers, the tabletop TV show? Card game? <laughs> this is on Game Boy Advance. I say Game Boy Advance. Oh yeah. Let me see. I just want to make sure. I'm pretty sure. The game is this like the weirdest F Zero track <laughs> in the Game Boy Advance? <laughs> I literally almost said the name of the game. This game came out on the Game Boy Advance. And here is your next track. And what was your question? Is it micromissions? It's not micromissions. Is it Banjo Pilot? No. It is Banjo Pilot! When you first started the first thing, I'm like, this sounds vaguely rare-ish. <laughs> like, I, it sounded was... so much like the uh, heist music from Conquer. <laughs> now you that know what was it's, well you know what done. Wow, you know what it dude. sounded like was Donkey Kong Country 3 on the Game Boy Advance. That's where I was going with it. <laughs> no, no, that was, was definitely more of a Robin Beanland track than a uh, 
David well, Wise. Not that, not that track, but the one before. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I, I forgot if oh. I was on a DS or the fucking Game Boy. I'm like, I'm going for it. <sighs> yeah. Well, the whole time I'm sitting here, like, well, it's a rare game. Dead. It's a rare game. What rare games came out on GBA? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna move into a patron suggestion. This one comes from Jay Z Beast. Um, I think this one's gonna be a little tough, so I'm gonna give uh, you guys probably. some hints here. So here's the first track. Our listeners hate us. <laughs> How's the volume on this one? I think it might need to go up, maybe? Yeah, I can hear. By the way, everyone click on Eugene's face. This game did not have a whole lot of, like... It was a lot of ambient music in this game, so... Um, this game appeared on the GameCube, but it was also, like, a multi-platform game. Okay, so there goes Eternal Darkness. <laughs> Here's the next track. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, my buddy and I used to rock the shit out of this. I'm it's X-Men Legends 1. I'm done. I give up. I might have even played that game. Wow. That is incredible. I, I did tell, not expect anybody to get this one. <laughs> it's the X-Mansion interlude. Awesome. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go to another track. This one comes from me, so here's the first song. So we have two points for Mike so far, right? Yep. A little louder. Who'd you say this one comes from? Me. Why is it louder? Is that too loud? It's getting a little too loud. Okay. Is this a licensed game? It's not a licensed game, no. I was gonna say, it sounds oddly Disney. It sounded like Aladdin. This game sounds... appeared on the Super Nintendo. Oh. I don't know. Here's the next track. This is the first. No. <laughs> is this the same as the first track? Is it Star Fox Two? Right. It's not Star Fox Two. <laughs> What's our next clue? <laughs> it fucking is. I quit. <laughs> wow. I'm done. <laughs> I hate you all. It's a it's actually ghouls and ghosts, but you know, close it fucking up. Pretty much. Uh, I'm pretty sure the ghosts and goblins was the NES. NES, one, right? yeah. 
Wow. Okay, man. Mike is just like steamrolling this game, guys. Dude, I, I was don't gonna know. Say, what... Did Mike get that point? Because I stepped away for a second. Yes, Mike got <laughs> that one. Oh god. He did. All right. Mike all right. All right. All right. <laughs> he got pissed the last couple of weeks. It's about time. Up. Okay, so this one is a patron um, track. This one comes to us from Phantom. So get in Phantom's head here. RP. Here we go. Phantom hates me. Oh god. <laughs> no, they didn't release that type of game on the NES. Okay. Eugene, could you turn it up? <laughs> sure. Better? Why do All right, I your this? first hint is that this was a remake of another game, and this title appeared on the 3DS. Final Fantasy. Three, four, five, six, no. Those no, are all DS. DS games. So it was Chrono Trigger, so that's out. <laughs> not Home Improvement. It's not Chrono Trigger. Can we get a second track? I'll give you a second track. It's not yes. a train Odyssey. It doesn't happen by now. Your next hint is that you guys were right. This is an RPG. <laughs> you know Phantom well. And it's a remake. What, what kind of RPG is it? Dungeon Crawler? Is it turn-based strategy? You ain't getting that from me. I'll give it away. Sorry. That's fine. Yeah. Alright. And the you, game and... that this was remade from originally appeared on the PS2. Not like a Harvest Moon or a Fantasy Life, is it? Not Fantasy it's Life. Not. Um, so here's factor. your next here's your next hint. If you've played this series of games, it's a series of games. You will probably recognize this theme. Guess you never played this series of games. <laughs> uh, this must be the title screen then. No, this is the victory music. Do you know if we've played this series of games? I don't. I don't know. Okay, I've played it. I have it in my closet. It's over here. Well, it's not Pokemon then. Yes, Pokemon is a remake of a PS2 game. <laughs> oh, good point. <laughs> Alright, here's the last track. Or I'll give you two more tracks. I have one after this one. Okay, so your next hint is this game was developed... Uh, I don't know if I really want to give you that. Um, fuck it. Yeah, this game was um, developed, published and developed by Namco. Namco Bandai. 
Is it a Dynasty Warriors game? No. RPG. Oh, is this Age of Empires? What's that one no. he's always talking about? Shoot. I should listen to Phantom when he talks. Now I'm beginning. Now I'm beginning to understand why we usually forget to put his games in. Okay. I feel like it's. I feel like it's one of those though. Like it's like a, a Warriors or something. I'm on the right track. RPG. No, Warriors isn't Namco. Alright guys, we're gonna reel it in on this one. That's sounding familiar. This you guys give up? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Okay. This game comes from a PS2 title of the same name. This is from the Tales series. This is Tales, Tales of, the of the Abyss. Fuck. I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Phantom, for that Can one. I actually really love that game. And uh, this game, it's got Great music, too. Great music. Okay. This one comes from Heather. This Heather. She picked Heather, out so the music me with God. me this morning. <laughs> <laughs> or this afternoon. Um, this one is just like a continuous string of music. So it's just all going to play. One of those so it's deals, a super so. old game. Mm-hmm. Clue Clue Land. Um, Dig Dug. Yes! <laughs> what is it? Frogger. <laughs> I knew it would be Justin to get that one. I of knew course. it would be Justin to get Frogger. I have this on my all ecovision. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, Frogger fell out of my head. I'm like, I fucking just played this yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Justin is on the board with Frogger. Well, Very well done. <laughs> Yippee. Okay. I'm going to move into another um, Patreon-suggested track. Let me just make sure I have this one right. Yep, this one comes in from Koro, Kuroki Dog, or Kokori Dog, or whatever the hell you say that name. Mike. Kokori Dog, I love that. <laughs> this one comes from him. So remember, if you guys know anything about uh, him, you'll probably be able to guess what kind of uh, track this is going to be. This music freaking rocks, by the way. NES clearly, right? It's definitely old. I, I don't even, I've never played this game before. I've never seen the box of it, like at Blockbuster, but that's about it. So I'm gonna have to Google this. I'll Google it, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your first hint is that this game was developed by Icom and published by Jalco. Oh, Icom. Okay, it's uh, Tales <laughs> of Darkness Part 5 for the ColecoVision. Here's your next track. So this game was a platformer of sorts, like an action-adventure platformer, it looks like. This game was also released on the arcade. Adventures of Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shovel Knight. 
<laughs> yes, Minecraft NES. I gotta admit, I'm digging the music. I just have no idea right? what it is. I don't think I was born when this game came out. Okay, so. the first the <laughs> yeah, I will. It starts with an A. The box A wrinkle a in time. The, the box art had a dragon on the front. Adventure Quest. I was going to say Dragon's Lair, but I guess that excludes that one. Is it just Adventure? Is it Adventures of Zeus? Is it Adventure World? Y'all ain't gonna get this one. I'm just Adventure Guys! I give you every hint that there is. Aardvark Warriors from the Fifth Dimension. Shut up, Lucas. I'm actually trying to think of this. I'm going to read to you the description of this game as as according to Wikipedia. Yeah, I will concede if that doesn't help. Are we still, are we still guessing then? Blank? Yeah, fuck yeah, we're still guessing. Blank is a 16-year-old student from Greenview High School who has been having a reoccurring dream in which a young woman is calling out for his name. One day, while on his way to class, Blank is suddenly transported into another dimension. Blank meets with the fairy cutie who explains that he is in the kingdom of Remula, a possible manipulation or mistranslation of Lemuria, and has been summoned to rescue its ruler, Princess Rosebud. Any, this helping anybody? Nah, no. I can see. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give you the name of the game. I, I don't even know if I'm gonna pronounce it right. It's called the As Astinax. So it's uh, spelled A S T Y A N A X. Oh, Assassinax, of course. I've oh, <laughs> brain fart. I've actually heard of it, but I know nothing about it. Nope. <laughs> never played it. Never heard of it. The, it actually looks really cool. I looked up some gameplay video uh, footage of it, and the the music is awesome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have yeah. to pick it up. So yeah, awesome. Oh god. Okay, so this next um, song also comes from me. So here we go for this one. I think we may have already played this game before, but I really dig the music for this one. So that'll be your first hint, I guess. <laughs> Mike is reaching. Mike is reaching. <laughs> Did it just go away? Yeah, okay, it wasn't just me then. Okay, first hint. This game is a GameCube title. I'm out. <laughs> this is my area. Kitty. <laughs> this isn't Wave Race. It's not Wave Race. Here's your next track. Volume seems a bit inconsistent here. Yeah, now yeah, we can't hear track it. is like... Alright, did we get genre on this yet? It is not Piano 3. My god, stop genre. giving it stones. This thing. is a shmup. Uh, Ikaruga or whatever. It's fucking Ikaruga. All right. <laughs> okay, Couldn't hold think of on. any other ones what on the GameCube. Shoot what is up. a shmup? Shmup. You. Shoot him up. <laughs> 
Never Shmup heard of it. You've never heard Shmup? Shmup? Wow. Never heard it. Yeah, sh well. Shmup is short for shoot 'em up, which is usually an aerial based uh, shooter. I know what a shoot 'em up yeah. is, I've just <laughs> never heard of a Shmup. It'd be like saying, oh, it's a FUPO. It's a first person online. Like, FPS? It's a FUPO. You've never heard of a FUPO? Oh, what about, what about a, heard of a platformer? A, that's a short for platformer. Oh, and it's a monster catching game. Oh, look who We will be sure to this, but fully there is disc such a thing as Bradgelina, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're trying to eliminate that from our culture, not reinforce it. We will. Sims.com park or whatever it's called. I fucking that that Weeby Cidivo. We buy your Weeby Cidivo. We will be sure from now on, Lucas, to give you every single possible word in the descriptor of every genre and subgenre of every game that we play from now on. Yeah, if you're gonna keep using terms like shmup, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> God help you guys if I ever do that on a game. We'll all right, all so. Night. For all of our poor listeners who gave up long ago, the score <laughs> should be Mike 3, Justin 2? I think so, right? uh, yes. Alright, well this next one comes from another patron. This one comes from Minus 64. Another game with some freaking rad music that I've never heard of in my life. Oh my so god, stop go. giving me the Stone Smasher. Sorry. How's volume? A little Probably louder. Still. What and system did you say this was on? Oh god, sorry. <laughs> Is this Yu-Gi-Oh? It's not Yu-Gi-Oh. What system did you say NES, it was on? NES, clearly. This is NES. God, the NES had some really good music. Right? You've never get, played it, Mike. Can we get another track? I don't know. <laughs> Not very much. That's and I why I don't do have this, any but points. a little bit louder. Yeah. Let me hit you up with that. How's that? That's good. It's not River City Ransom, no. Okay, so your first hint... Your first hint is this game was published by Mattel. However, it was developed by Rare. It's not Battletoads, is it? RC Pro-Am? It's not RC Pro-Am, no. It was... It was intended to be used with an accessory. Oh my god, that's... Gyromite? The, the, the fucking... Dog. <laughs> If you can't tell, the composer is David Wise. Here's the next track. <laughs> Freaking rad shit over here. I, I'm loving this soundtrack. No, that is not the game. Again, they did not make those games for Nintendo systems. It is Super Glove Ball. Oh, for Christ's sake. I had to think so hard. <laughs> I, I watched this YouTube video of a guy going through an old, like, Nintendo's for a and, like, 
<laughs> yeah, this was intended to be used with the power glove. Oh. Yeah, yeah that's what this is for. I'm like, come on. Mattel, that should have <laughs> been the giveaway. Alright, that was a good one. I, I, I enjoyed that one. So, that was, I believe, our final Patreon suggestion. Let me see something. I just want to make sure. Yep, that was our final patron suggestion, so thank you very much, um, Patreon members, for making those suggestions. You can, too, by going to patreon.com slash offendoradio. Okay, so, <laughs> well, let's find out. This one actually came from Heather, so we're about to find out. Again, another game with one single track, so, yeah, here we go. <laughs> How's the volume? Good. Okay, let's get some hints in this B. So this game was a licensed game. Game Boy? This game, this game appeared on the Game Boy Color. Yeah. I know it's not Frogger for the Game Boy Color because I have that. <laughs> well, they, what the last one was Frogger for the Game Boy Color that you already got. Oh, I thought there was NES. Nope. No, Frogger for the Game Boy Color had different music than the original. Let's keep going. <laughs> I will. Another hint, this game was a licensed title. This was for a Disney license. The Little Mermaid? It's not The Little Mermaid. <laughs> no. This game was actually a board game. This game was actually published by Nintendo. It was developed by Left Field Productions, and I'm not familiar with them. <laughs> left Field, not Left Wing. Which means it's completely random and nonsensical. Another <laughs> uh, hint. No. Dis so, this licensed... Disney board game published by Nintendo. Yes. Game Boy Color. I got nothing. <laughs> nope. I don't know. Toy Story? Nope. You guys aren't going to get it. Uh, it's not happening. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I, got I didn't realize Disney made Clue. Disney doesn't make Clue. <laughs> that was sarcasm, right. Justin. Uh, okay, I was going to say, clearly game... somebody's not paying attention to the clues. <laughs> this game was Disney's Beauty and the Beast, a board game. My sister-in-law's going to kill me for not getting that one. Heather? I would have killed you, you if you did. <laughs> what the hell, Heather? <laughs> I played this hours of this game. Hours. 
Uh, was it hours or did it just feel like hours? <laughs> no! A whole ride, car ride to Oklahoma and back. <laughs> okay, alright. I've got, I think, three all right, more all right, tracks. Alright, make it stop. <laughs> Looks like Jacob Taylor actually got it in the chat. Hacks, well done. <laughs> That's incredible. Alright, so we're gonna move on to our next track. This one also comes from me. In fact, the remaining come from me. Super Nintendo. Obviously. Sounds like Konami, maybe? No, actually. Um, so this game was... Uh, hold on, let me make sure. Yeah, so this game was actually published by SNK. not going to matter. I'm just going by the clues at this point. <laughs> okay, so this game was released across multiple platforms. Multiple platforms. The first release was actually um, in this one in 1991. It was, a, I believe that it was originally an arcade game. If I could think of any more SNK fighters. Not King of Fighter. Well, it, it, okay, yeah, I'm going to have to give it to you, I guess. I said that it's, first. <laughs> it, it's, did you already say it's yes, not Yes, you King told of me it wasn't. <laughs> it's Fatal Fury, it, the, it, the title is Fatal Fury King of Fighters, which evolved into King of, King of Fighters, right? All right, so we both got it wrong. Yeah, I don't know. JZP says Street Fighter Knockoff Edition. <laughs> Art of Fighting. Right. Thank you, Jacob. That's the other one I was trying to think of. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. Yeah. 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 I... And we were just kind of guessing shit anyway, so. It okay. also I mean, really I'll... doesn't matter I... because you two are the only ones in the runnings and it's not going to change anything, so. I mean, sure. take the point or don't, it doesn't really affect the game at all. <laughs> right. Okay, well, this Something next else. one... If you get this next one, you will instantly become my best friend. So, here's the next track. 
no Phantom, it's not Illusion of Gaia. I'm guessing it's not Thumper. Wow. Um, only pay attention to it after the round is over anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this game appeared on GameCube. Shit. Um, uh, that sound was familiar. It's not familiar anymore. Is this Star Fox Adventures? <laughs> What's that? Star Fox Adventures. No. Turn it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah let me turn it down too. Okay, so this game is actually a port of another game that appeared on a different console. No! That <laughs> one didn't feature online. Fantasy Star Online? It is Fantasy Star Online. Well done. Ooh. Like, freaking Jacob Taylor, by the way, in the chat, got it instantly, and he was, like, <laughs> screaming, so... I, so I swear to God, the, the, did, did Justin read the chat, then? No, I had already closed the chat by then, but I swear to God, that first track sounded like something out of Killer Instinct, and I was ready to say that until you said GameCube. <laughs> so that's why I started <laughs> I, I, going through I wonder, Rare Jacob, Games. <laughs> I wonder, Jacob, if we were, like, one of the 12 people that played online on that game together. We probably <laughs> actually played against each other, or played with each other, so... That's awesome. Genius Killer Instinct a couple weeks ago. I don't think he'd play it again that soon. Sure. Okay, guys. I believe I have one final track. Wait, Good. I have a chance to tie it up. Nope. I lied. That's it. We're, we, we've got no more tracks. Well, then that I hate you. That is the final track. Wait, really? Justin, Justin came a dollar short... And Mike ends up the winner for the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me find out whether I'm still in the show. Well done, Mike. I, I, I. <laughs> I like how you quade that up. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, he is here! <laughs> it's been waiting for weeks to do that. Mike, I have to admit that I've been rooting from you from the get-go as soon as you got Banjo Pilot, so well done, buddy. This is <laughs> this is the first time I've heard this song in not, like, ultra-compressed N64 format. <laughs> okay, alright, so that was Nintendoons. That was fun, at least for me, anyways. But uh, we're gonna move out of the Nintendoon section and we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with the question block. We are back. Mike is the victor. Lucas played him out with his victory theme and now we can't find him because he took his shirt off. But um, we're we're here. We're ready to do the question block. Um, and yeah, we're this. We actually have a lot of really cool questions this week. Um, if you want to be a part of the question block, you can too by going to uh, Patreon.com/slash/InfendoRadio. And I believe that this is the um, four dollar tier, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Uh, no, y'all changed three. everything. So three dollars. <laughs> 
So yeah, uh, if you want to join, join in and you can um, put some questions in this section as well. So our first one comes from Jay-Z Beast. I, I don't know what's happening in this, <laughs> in this Google Doc, <laughs> but I There's guess... There's a ghost I, on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Justin, why don't you take our question from Jay-Z Beast? All right. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, somebody else had claimed this earlier. Um, if Hollywood decided to make a movie of a Nintendo game or franchise, what franchise would you like to see a movie for and who should direct it? I'm going to put a disclaimer in here. No, the original Super Mario Brothers movie doesn't count. We're talking about other than that. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, I can't look at this anymore because y'all are too distracting. Um... My first thought, of course, was uh, Metroid and Ridley Scott, but (laughs) I think it's a little too on the nose. (laughs) I actually think a Metroid Uh, movie would probably be a pretty good idea. I'd hate to see, like, Zelda. I don't know. I feel like Zelda would just do it wrong. I mean, the problem is Nintendo's so big on the silent protagonist that it's really hard to, like, all of their characters are blank slates. It's so hard to give them a personality. You Just could right. do, like, an Other M-style storytelling thing with Samus. You could have her, like, monologue while <laughs> she's going good. through this, like... <sighs> okay, someone else take it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with, I agree with uh, Lucas, though. Like, they could do, like, an Other M kind of thing, but, uh... I feel like Metroid would be the best thing for a movie, and I wouldn't have Ridley Scott there. I'd be a bit too on the nose, like... But definitely not Zelda, though. Zelda is, like, too perfect for a movie. Like, that's a problem. Like, it, it's so, like, got that, like, adventure kind of story to it that, like, whoever would direct it, whoever makes a movie out of it would just fuck it up. Like, you can't make well, it. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, how annoying would that be to then have a Zelda story that's entirely in movie form that you'd never get to play, that you Where know the people are going to ask... That's exactly what I'm going to say. You know people are going to ask, how does it fit into the games? Where does it fit into the games? And of course, you get that so with Metroid. Metroid has a more distinct and easy-to-follow timeline than Zelda exactly. does. People would do the same thing there. Um, if there was a Zelda movie no. and, the and the director's cut came out, would that be considered New Game Plus? <laughs> um, Metroid would be incredibly guys. easy to do. You just make a movie right after the events of the last game and, you know, tell that story. Right, I, I have go, the I, answer. I have the answer. You make an I animated saw. game, or an animated film, and base it in the Donkey Kong universe. Oh, God. We yeah, already did like a continuation of that cartoon. I was going to say, it better be better than that awful cartoon. <laughs> um, I want to I respond to what Lucas said like 10 minutes ago, but actually uh, what, what you were saying about having, you know, the other bounty hunters and everything like that I think would actually make for an interesting Metroid movie having her not necessarily go out alone but go out in a team of hell bring the Federation force into it you guys what? are missing the easy answer and uh, Jacob Taylor got to it in the chat before I did Kid Icarus I like that Justin just that described would be such an easy movie Kid Icarus would be pretty and you've already got all the voice and, actors so that would work and you don't yeah. have a whole lot of lore to you know, you don't have a whole lot of lore to try and be faithful to there. You only I, have exactly. three I games. I feel like the biggest problem with Kid like Icarus no is it's going to have a really small install base because I yeah. think yeah. reviews were pretty mixed on that storyline. Um, I feel like. I guess alternatively, I got you it. could do. F Zero yeah. and have whoever directed one of the hundred Fast and the Furious movies do it. 
over Kid Icarus. I mean, then... and Vin Diesel can play Captain Falcon. <laughs> if Kid Icarus became a movie, I think Nintendo would be best to like not even label it like, a, like oh, based off the game, because like if it wasn't like tied to a game that no one's ever played, you might get more views on it. So, Star like, Fox. Yeah. I want to see a Star Fox movie, and I want to see done. it. I want to see it. See, uh, not CGI. Stop motion. Nintendo has already done an Animal Crossing movie that was an animated thing, and that worked out pretty well in Japan. Um, and I had another one, but it's been buried under nonsense, so just forget it. No one, uh, no one's got a response to my uh, Star Fox. Let's do Glover. Glover. Can, can anybody still hear me? We can hear you. Just I'm choosing not, not to. to. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has any opinion on a Star Fox movie. I don't think a Star Fox movie would be that enjoyable. I I wouldn't like like how are you is it going to be CGI? Is it going to be animated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like the the, char- the characters would all be stop motion like the puppets uh, that you saw in the original box art. I feel like that would just be kind of <laughs> creepy though. Like you know what would you know what would make a really good movie? Um Earthbound, the second Mother oh, yeah. game. I mean, you've you've got a story to tell there. Um, it'd be pretty easy to do, like, kind of a mix between, like, a stand-by-me with, like, some sci-fi elements. And, you know, you could have a pretty easy start and finish with that. I feel like uh, Star Fox 2 would be, like, um, they already have that animated thing for Star Fox Zero, so why, why, why do anything else but that? So, I think that? How about Star Tropics, maybe? See, I feel like I know nothing about it. I, I I personally think it's too obscure, but I don't know if that's the... Oh, for sure. You know. Well, well, that'll kill that topic there. Let's move on to the next one. I, 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 I don't know who's taking this one. There's been some nonsense that's going on in the doc. I, yeah, I'm thinking it's Mike. It. Whoever's taking... Coker, Corky dogs. Whoever's taking you take it away. Gotta learn how to say. You gotta learn how to say his name. I want to say Corky every time. But Corky is an actual type of dog. That's Corgi, not. But that's a Corgi dog. It's not. It's not Corky. It's Corgi. (laughs) See, see, this is on like ten different levels here. Okay, so anyway, I'm taking this. It has my name on it. It's Corgi dog. So, with the Super Nintendo Classic being so scarce, unless you're one of the scalpers, it seems, what are your what are you guys' opinions of other retro consoles out there, such as the Super Retrocade? I realize these aren't all Nintendo games, but some great classics around these kind of things. I feel like, um, like, shit, I own a bunch of tiny little, like, old classic, like, Atari uh, plug-and-play things, so, like, I have no issue with, um, retro consoles being out and, like, for someone like me who has no like emotional connection to the Super Nintendo, I wouldn't mind like getting like an off, like an off filter, like off label knockoff of some kind, and that's totally okay with me. I I mean, if you want to make something that allows people to do that, and it's not totally done in like an illegal way, like breaking some kind of random Nintendo law or Sega law or whatever, like go for it. And like some of those games are more like are so hard to find without emulating them or like getting a pirated copy than like fucking get a console itself with a pirate copy on it i guess so like i, no. I, I wanted i wanted this topic to talk about the, like the, the scalping issue because i was i was trying to find an <laughs> about this on the uh fucking news channel it was on but 
my local ABC News, like uh, at noon channel, was talking about like holiday, like holiday shopping, and how scalpers are like destroying eBay and everything, and like, they're, and they were talking about how like, oh, like this Barbie dollhouse like sells for three hundred dollars, but on eBay it's like thirteen hundred. But like Super Nintendo Classic sells for almost eighty dollars, but on eBay it goes for thirteen thousand. And I'm like, hold the fuck. Up. Okay, I'm right. I'm gonna I'm no, gonna no, jump no, no, in no, here. No, 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 not until I jump in because I, I I want to I want to finish this. Like it got to the point where like they're saying that like the like the standing governor or whatever of New York like wants to fucking like ban scalping online. He's like, oh, they can block the box on that. They can totally like block all the, like the scalping things and stuff. It's illegal. It should be illegal and stuff. But like, no. And first of all. Fuck any kind of news company that makes a Barbie thing seem like a moderate, like, fourfold increase, but fucking a Super Nintendo video game console, like, a thousand times more expensive. Yeah, and, you, and you by the picked, way, while we, uh, while we were having this discussion, and just before we started this discussion, I just got a Super NES Classic on eBay for $120, free shipping from, like, two states away. So, they're not going for that much. I have not seen one go for more than $130. And, for the, the person and I person... and I went into a GameStop. The last three times I've gone to GameStop, I've seen one on the shelf. I have a U.S. Super NES Classic on okay. my shelf that I bought. So, they're not but that rare. Out. They're not that ridiculous. Time out, though, because that was only a portion of the question, and the rest of the question was, what do you think right. about other retro consoles, like the one he showed off? And I mean, okay. And, frankly, and I, I think a, it looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a question about that, actually. Um, now, are we talking about other retro consoles that play Nintendo games, like the knockoffs, or are we talking about, like, no, the Sega general. ones, the Atari ones, stuff like that? I think, yeah. you, make, I think you make it a general yeah, because, I mean, I got... I know that the quality, especially, like, the at-game ones, the quality is hit or miss, but, like, I got my son a portable Sega Genesis for Christmas last year, and he loves it, and you can load uh, ROMs onto an SD card and play those off oh, of that, so I put on, like, all the Sonic games and, like, a Power Rangers game, Ninja Turtle game, you know, other stuff that I figured he would like, and, I mean, it's it's great, and I've played it myself. Um, I think they are a great idea, and that's why Nintendo jumped into it, because they're like, hey, other people are selling these things, they seem pretty successful, let's try it too. Sure. Um, it, I, I think that the best ones are the ones like the Genesis, and I think the Atari does this, where not only does it have a bunch of preloaded games, but you can also stick the original cartridges in. Um, I was going to get the ColecoVision one for my brother last year and then found out you can't put the cartridge in and what's the point? Then you can't play Donkey Kong on it. But, um... See, I'm not really interested yeah. in the ones that hook up to the TV. The ones that uh, I like are the little handheld emulator boxes that you can load whatever emulators you want onto it and whatever ROMs you have onto it. Yeah. And just play them on the go. Those are the ones that I kind of like. But, and those are and know. those are also hit or miss in quality, right? Um, exactly. I know. And it, to be fair, I have no interest whatsoever, even in the Super Nintendo Mini. So you know, for me personally, I would just if I'm going to play those games, I'd rather either just play them on a system where I can, or just you know play them on some other form of emulator. I don't feel the need to go out and buy a special system just for that. Okay, I didn't get to chime in, so can I give my quick before we move on? Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I've actually been kind of eyeing the Sega Genesis one, 
And the reason for it is because I never actually owned any Sega systems when I was a kid. I was kind of too young to make that decision. So, like, Which Sega yeah, Genesis they're not perfect, one? but they have a little Sega Genesis classic that looks a lot like the SNES minis that they sell. It's got a bunch of old Sonic games and yeah. crap like that. Because I know and, they like, have it, one that looks like the Genesis 3 um, that's been out for a couple of years, but they have another one that just came out this year that looks like the original first generation uh, Genesis that has HDMI out. I don't know what the difference I, is other than that. I have no idea because, like I said, I didn't grow up with a Sega Genesis, but like I like the idea of getting to hold the controller and playing the game like it was originally meant to be played, you know? Yeah, and so, that's, that's I mean, the appeal of the, of the SNES and NES Mini to me. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. Well, I guess that's it for that question. Let's move on to the next. And again, I I don't know who's taking this one. Oh, no, I do know who's taking this one. Duh. <laughs> Lucas, why don't you take us away with our next question for Minus? Isn't... What about Steve? <laughs> uh, well, take, let's do Minus's first question. and then we'll circle around, I guess. You ignored Phantom. Steve <laughs> and Phantom. <laughs> Okay. Well, they, uh, it's not exactly we my are... fault because apparently Justin likes big hairy butt butts. So yeah, forgive me. Okay. Um, well, minus flatteringly asks, when will Lucas have his game available for the Switch, or maybe just a demo? Um, and he also asks, also, if you gentlemen were to make a Switch game, what type of game would it be, and what would your end boss be? So, and nice guy. It's already done, my friend. You're all set. Um, so, God willing, someday, I mean, that would be amazing. I would love to have my game out on an actual Nintendo system. That's like my I-can-die-happy dream. I don't know if it would be ready in time for the Switch, unless the Switch does really well and I learn how to, like, produce for, like, consoles. But please stick with me. Um, in terms of if I were designing a game for the Switch and what would the final boss be, my game would be called Hue Adventure. You would play as a little robot named Hue. You would recolor things. Uh, and the final boss would be named Chroma. And that's all you're going to know about that because I don't want to <laughs> give away spoilers if and when I actually do make it. But I would just make my own game because I'm already working on one. <laughs> Anybody else? How's that demo coming along? When did I play that? Pretty damn soon, actually. I've got, like, two things left to do, but I keep putting it off because, I guess, A, nerves and fear of being judged by humans, and B, I'm actually pretty busy with work stuff. And C, I just got Monopoly today, so that's going to distract me, too. But I, I literally have, like, one night's worth of hard work left in me, I think, and then I'm all set. So Let me know how now, Monopoly is, hopefully, before the sale ends, because I've been eyeing that. Okay. <laughs> So, gentlemen, if you were going to make a video game for the Switch, what would it be and why? And bosses and stuff. I don't, I don't know about bosses, but I have actually had an idea for a game that if I made video games, I would love to make. Um, if you steal the game, please let me in on it. Because uh, <laughs> for, for, for many, many, many years, I've wanted to have an open-world fighting game with mechanics very similar to the N64 wrestling games where a match could go on for 20, 30 minutes if you let it. And 
And, uh, but, you know, instead of being restricted to the ring, you can run, like, all over a city the size of, like, Grand Theft Auto 3 or something like that, and you'll, maybe one match will start out on a roof, and you knock them off the roof, or you start out here, and you can knock them into a store or whatever, and just, like, run all over this big open world fighting each other until one person doesn't get up again. (sighs) I don't know what the final boss would be because never got so far as to actually creating characters for it. I'm just looking at the like one-on-one or hell even four-on-four fighting aspect of it. I know Lucas and I at one point were like sprites for a Monster Hunter like Pokemon game. That was kind of like a thing I would try to do. Like I don't know, like a turn-based battle game. Sorry, I'm making a lot of noise. I just moved to a table, but um. Like a turn-based battle game. Shut the fuck up, Steve. You're not want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner eating, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, a t- like turn-based like battle game of some kind. Uh, maybe have some card battle in there. Um, actually, no. I got nothing. <laughs> actually, no. I'll save that for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was very tempted not to talk about mine, but I'm like, I'm never going to make make this game. So as long as we've got it documented on the internet that I had this idea on this date, if anybody steals it, I can sue. So <laughs> Want to say the date out loud? So we've got that cemented on the uh, yes, podcast. T- today is December 6th, 2017. So if you want to make this game with my idea, just put my name in the credits and you know write me a check every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know that I'm creative enough to answer this question. Um, I like people to make games for me so that I can enjoy them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I don't know. If I were to make a type of game for the Switch, I think one of the games that... uh, One of the... uh, Let me start that over. One of the genres that the Switch is just crying for is RTS. I think we were talking about this last night, maybe, um, in the... um, Oh, it was when I was playing with uh, Phantom and Hacks, I think, actually, when we were playing Rocket League. But yeah, uh, one of my favorite games of all time is Red Alert 2. I actually regularly go back to play that, like, put that on the Switch. That'd be cool. Like, just point and click. You can drag and drop with your finger. Like, yeah, give it to me. That's what I want. See, I... Like you, I'm not creative enough to even think about designing a game, but I would probably wind up making some sort of a platformer since that's what I, you know, um, play the most of. So, end boss, I don't know, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Just fight, just fight Donkey Kong in some platformer. That would be just, awesome. Just for shits, you know. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Yeah, that, that that's uh, I mean, Donkey Kong game for Steve. That's right up your alley. So let's do it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, my ori- my original was going to be oh, probably just be a two D platformer game because that's what I love. But you know, then this old yep. like twenty year old idea jumped back in my head. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, before I forget you and Phantom <laughs> Steve, why don't you take us away with our final Patreon question? So, Phantom asks, there have been rumors out there that Bandai Namco is going to reveal new Switch games on December 15th. Um, What games would each of you like to see from them, and how true do you think these rumors are? For me, the obvious answer for what I want to see would have to be the Smash Brothers port. Um, I really think it's going to be an enhanced (laughs) version of Smash Brothers, you know, for Wii U and 3DS. I want to see it, like we were talking earlier, revealed with a new character reveal. 
So, <laughs> Jacob I know Taylor that's not very Chad original. Jumped, before, because uh, they've got a delay, jumps right in. Don't forget, Bandai Namco made Smash. And, of course, you said Bandai Namco. My first thought is Smash. Yeah. It's funny that none of us are thinking of actual Bandai Namco games. We're all thinking of this game that they helped Nintendo <laughs> make that we all want. Right. I just want Tekken 7. Yeah. I want... Yeah, um, that would be nice. That... I want that one that they were talking about in the Discord, Soul Calibur, because I never got to play that on GameCube. Oh, yes. Soul Dude, Calibur 2 HD remake with Link. Mm. Make it happen. Honestly, I'd prefer just a new Soul Calibur that we're in on at the same point as everybody else. Like, I'd take 6 or whatever the new one is. Just, like, let us be part of it, you know? Like, give us games right. at the same time that you're giving other systems games. Because that, that makes you, like, a real game system, right. you know? Like, the Wii and the Wii U felt so out of the loop with that. Like, it would be nice to be a part of it again. Sure. And I would be fine with that, except, like, I've played the later Soul Calibur games, and none of them are nearly as tight as 2. So I'd still rather have 2, unless they're going to make 5 or 6 or whatever as good as 2 was. (laughs) I I mean, Bandai Namco, that just screams Dark Souls to me. So give me Dark Souls. Even better yet, give me a Dark Souls collection. Like, yeah, give it to me. I, I didn't really know think of Dark that Souls many was Bandai, Bandai Namco games that I actually know about or care about. Like, I'm Ooh, kind of... Bandai, Bandai has the Power Rangers license. Let's get something with that. Dude. <laughs> Dude there you go. You just won me right there. <laughs> Here we go. Power <laughs> Rangers open world fighting game. There we go. <laughs> yep. Nice. Sign me with Amiibo. <laughs> Once again, EP, the only EP one of the group that doesn't the, care. EP, EP <laughs> Nothead in the chat asked, is Dragon Ball Fighters going to be on a Switch? Um, the rumor says, and this is the same rumor I'm thinking of, the rumor says yes, like, at the end of next year. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I want that game so fucking bad, but they kind of fucked me over with that season, season pass they have, which is, like, just as much money as the actual game with, like... Ooh. Oh hey, the game's not even out yet, and we're still in like beta mode. But hey, hey, buy this thirty dollars DLC pack that you're gonna get for a whole like eight characters. You don't know who they are yet, but we're gonna get them. <laughs> but you're gonna get I them to us. I didn't realize. I didn't realize until Hacks brought it up. But Dot Hack is actually a game that I guess they've done. I would love to get that game on the Switch. Yeah, that'd be like, rad. I, don't, Ooh, I yeah. don't care if it's an old port. I would take it. I very much enjoyed playing two thirds of that game at my friend's house. So. Bandai Namco does all the Tales games, so I would like eat like their new one or even a port of their latest one over to the Switch. I mean, like JRPGs seem like they would be right at home on the Switch, so give me that. Oh, didn't yeah. didn't Bandai Namco do the Ace Combat games too? I think so. That would be cool on Switch. I, I mean, I don't even know if there's in talks of making any new Ace Combat games, but I would I, that'd be cool. That would be Man, pretty cool, especially if they so... incorporate motion controls into it. You guys are digging yeah. so hard for Bandai games. I'm just like, give me, give me fucking Tekken and give me fucking Dragon Ball. <laughs> right, all, I can, all I can think of is is Tekken Smash and the fact that Bandai has the the Super Sentai Power Rangers license. Everything else is just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. They have all the all those other weird licenses too, like the Naruto games. I'm pretty well, sure and all that and stuff. Let's be real. Like we talked about before the show, you're not gonna see a Smash announcement at a Bandai Namco event. Like. It'd be be great, but, like, you're not going to see it. It, Nintendo has to be the one to launch that, so... Right, yeah. Don't get your hopes too high. Hell, if if anything, Nintendo will announce it before it's even been fucking made, like it did with Brawl. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Metroid Prime 4. (laughs) Right. 
Well, at least Metroid Prime Four, they were they were told about the game being made before E three. I'm like fucking Sakurai and Brawl. Like, wait, I'm making that? What? <laughs> <laughs> right. Was that Brawl or was that? Oh yeah, no, that, that was, was that was Brawl. Yeah. All right. Well. We're going to move out of the question block section and we're going to start talking about the games we've been playing because this has changed the system. So, Justin, I'm not sure if you need to leave early or not, but let's start with you anyhow. What yeah, games just, have you been playing this week? It's always it's always safest to start with me. Um, well, um, I have been poking around a little bit of the post-game stuff in uh, uh, Wonder Boy The Dragon's Trap. Um, still... Still really digging the aesthetic of the game, and you know, uh, check out my review on Infendo. It's really a great game, uh, but since I'm done with the main story, I've kind of really just been glancing at it. Um, I played a f- few matches of Rocket League with these nut jobs, and oh, I yeah, that was fun. suck at it, but it's still good fun. So thank you. I made you all. Justin crack the fuck up too. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> I flush the toilet, and you're like, "Who's peeing?" And I'm like, oh, "God, <laughs> you like you never get used to that." You stalled the whole game. None of us could play because we were all laughing at the toilet flushing. <laughs> you all guys stay <laughs> booted for inactivity. Yeah. And then, um, like fucking, like Eugene and I are backing into each other, and I'm like, oh, "Yeah, Eugene, <laughs> Eugene and I are a thing now." And fucking Justin's like, "You're all about that," and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> "He just started cracking up." And anyway, before I run out of time here, um. So yeah, um, Rocket League never played it before, so the Switch version is my first exposure to it, and uh, yeah, I can see why everybody loves it. I just wish I wasn't terrible at it. Um, they popped your cherry too, huh? No, oh, yeah, well, I've, I've 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 heard about it for quite a while. Um, so have I. I remember previous podcasts talking about it a long time ago, but um, yeah. So uh, hopefully, you know, as long as you know our friendos are playing it, I'll jump in and play a few rounds with you. Just you know, if I'm on your team, I apologize. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've gotten back into Breath of the Wild mostly because I got these uh, these. I'm not going to pull them out of the package again, but these nifty little uh, Champions Amiibo cards, and I wanted to scan those in and finished up a couple side quests and just getting antsy about the uh, Champions Ballad coming out hopefully before you know Christmas. Um, we ought to place bets on when that's coming out. <laughs> Uh-huh. I say December sixteenth or whatever that Thursday Friday happens to be. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> well, we will probably maybe they'll do. I wonder if we'll uh, get a direct. I was saying maybe they'll do what uh, we were predicting. They'll do before they'll announce that it exists, and then it'll be out that day or later that day. Isn't right. there some kind of Nintendo Direct coming out on the twelfth of this month? What's that was that the fourteenth. Yes. My God, it's a cat a... just flew across Eugene's screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a Zelda stream, so hopefully they'll be saying something about it then. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. They, only. they announced. That, okay, yeah. my my suspicion is that they're going to announce that it's available like the moment the stream goes up, because that yeah, seems to be their MO with this kind of too. stuff. And since mine's already bought, I just have to turn on my system and it'll be all set to go. Ooh, um, my, uh, Minus brings up a good point that they could announce it tomorrow night at the Game Awards. That's true, too. Because uh, they do, they are a sponsor of the Game Awards and they've 
they hell they showed us our first glimpse of Breath of the Wild on there, so there's a good I, chance we'll we'll hear something about it. I hope not because I have to be up really early on Friday morning and then I don't get to play it on Thursday night. <laughs> I probably won't get to play it until uh, not this weekend but next anyway, so um <laughs> Mario Odyssey is still a thing, still jumping in. Like, I'll jump in and say, oh, I'll just grab a couple of moons, and then, like, an hour and a half later, I'm still playing it. So, um, I just kind of bounce around from kingdom to kingdom. I don't really commit myself to anything. It's just kind of a... Especially if I find one of those paintings that transports you to another kingdom, I'll just stay in whatever kingdom it transports me in and start doing stuff in that one. So, um... Yeah, nothing really fascinating to talk about. All same old, same old. One of these days I'll get Skyrim and have something to say about that, but for now it's just Mario, Zelda. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, just in time for the timer, too, so that's good. I'm not right. going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> All right. Mike, what have you been playing this week? I uh, So, obviously, I've been away from everything. I... Like, on Monday, I turned my Switch off. I let it die. I haven't played it since. Because I've been trying so hard to fucking, like, study and get through school on Monday and be done. But while I was playing, I did play Rocket League with these guys on the weekend. Like, everyone, including Eugene, but Steve. Because Steve got on late. He's a fucking moron. <laughs> Love you. No, that's because I was fighting my iPhone. Like I said, moron. <laughs> but, uh, like, we all played. It was a blast. Like, um, we got a bunch of Infrendos on there. We got Phantom. We had, uh, we had Modern. We had Sky Tendo, Sky Pharaoh, however he wants to pronounce himself. Sky. Uh, but that was, a, that was a really fun, fun run. And we won most of the games. I leveled up a little bit. But it's just, that's a game that you can just pick up and dick around with, really. Like, you don't even need to try. And we did that, like, the item mode, and that was a blast. Uh, what else did I play? I played a little bit of Dragon Ball Xenoverse because they have that new figure mode, like it's a little like, like board game kind of thing, and that's sure that's pretty dope. I just need to get into it more, but I haven't played in a while because of school and shit. But I did I did beat Mario Odyssey 100% finally. I did finally get all the um hmm. all the oh, moves. Hell. Wow! I cannot imagine 100%ing that game. I don't know how you guys <sighs> are doing it. It took, me a, it took me a longer than Lucas, but uh, Lucas just grinded the fuck out of it. I, whenever I played it, I grinded it, but like Lucas was just like, I'm getting this, and I'm like... Honestly, <laughs> Is it I wasn't even a man ground? on a... I wasn't even a man on a mission for that game. It just kind of happened naturally. Like, Breath of the Wild, I felt like I had to put in a lot of work for. With Mario Odyssey, it was just kind of like, oh, there's only like five moons left in this world. Let's plop an amiibo down. And like, that was the extent yeah, of it. See, yeah, and I think it's me, funny because I've been the complete opposite. Like, I got totally absorbed in Zelda, but Mario Odyssey is just kind of a time killer for me. But, uh, yeah. like, um, I didn't even, I didn't even, didn't even use amiibos at first. I was just fucking talking to Takatu and, like, getting, like, three moons at a time. Like, okay, this is the name of it, so where the fuck would it be? Yeah. Some of those, some of those names are super misleading. Like, left at the cafe in New Donk City. I'm like, okay, what is left of the cafe? Nothing. And all of a sudden, Lucas no, is like, oh, left hey, it's at the cafe. Well, it's a city about driving. Like, okay, turn left at the cafe. But, like, <laughs> that's not how it worked. So I went the wrong way, and I... I ended up getting. I obviously got it eventually, but um, I made sure my last moon was at the uh, Mushroom Kingdom, so I can get that old school power star and shit. And then I got the uh, the post game reward, and it was meh. Yeah, it was good, but it was meh. I mean, better than a golden. Piece I read of food. about what meh is, and I agree. Yeah, same here. 
I mean, it was it there's was fun, one man. More, there's one more kind of meh thing that you get for getting 999, but I, I did find I did find out. I well, didn't know and this, I, but, I think um, I did they, find I think out. Go I did find out that there's a way to do a um an 8-bit version of the uh, New Donk City Festival. Um, if you have a certain outfit open or anything, or if you have all like the moons or whatever, you. I wonder. Oh, it's, it's after you get the um the eight bit New Donk City music from to- from one of the toads, and you talk to the same guy who you can you can re- redo the festival at, and like you can do it in eight bit and stuff, and have like like old eight bit. I wonder because the the soundtrack the I downloaded had that, and no, oh, the, you I, just no, had the, music. the gameplay yeah, the music was an eight bit. The music was still the like pre recorded yeah. swing thing. Yeah. What the hell but is any- your cat doing? I, but anyway, I, I, um, <laughs> go ahead. We'll just... I was just going to say, I will say that despite the fact that the rewards for beating the game are kind of disappointing, they're like no more disappointing than they are in any other Mario game. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like in Mario so, 64, like, you got to go up to the top of the castle and the penguin got flat. Like that was the. You know. <laughs> well, you also you also learned the um the standing triple jump though. So that was pretty nice. Yeah, but but not really. I'm just being honest. But anyway, what else, <laughs> what else did I play? Um, I played Arms with my buddy when he came over on Monday because Arms is like kind of our thing now because I got him into it and I'm so fucking happy. And he's actually really learning. Like um he was actually normally he's kind of like resistant to like being taught something but like i was helping him play arms and he fought he fought an aerial master mummy he just kept jumping and attacking i'm like all right dude so just block and dodge like don't try to grab him he's gonna fuck you up like just like block <laughs> dodge and like when he's jumping like just punch him he can't dodge in the air very well because he's fat and he's a mummy and then like he started taking him down and eventually like my buddy got too caught up in it and he got me at the end but it was super close and it was super nice watching forgot to mention in the news i wanted to put that in the news fucking there is another party crash happening this Friday or oh, yeah, Sunday. Oh, yeah, It's um, Ninjara you, and Min Min. Me that. So I know Lucas is going to be Min Min. I'm being Ninjara. So hopefully, yeah, Eugene and I are going to Ninjara the shit out of that. Well, Ninjara is your main, Eugene. So. Yeah. See, and I can't, I can't play Ninjara. He's like my worst. I can't play Min Min. So I'm, I'm waiting for the Bark and Bite one so I can just be like dis- right? destruction. I wonder if that'll be <laughs> Bark and Bite and Twintel. I feel like they're next to each other on the list. That'll be interesting. It would be, fucking like I was saying to my buddy, like, I would, and they need to update. Um, well, they need to update arms. It's just like a tiny little update, and, and have Bark and Bite get a new, um, like a victory chat. Because like, every time you win, you get a special like little thing or whatever. I'm not done. I'm going, y'all are over. <laughs> but uh, and like, y'all kept taking my time. But like, I want an update where like, Bark and Bite is just like winning, and and Bite's just like, her was like, you are, and it's like it'd be super fucking cute, but. Besides the arms, all I've been playing is Pokemon. Um, I got back in Ultra Sun because, like, literally, I can just pop that in for a few minutes while I'm studying. And I've gotten to the. I'm at the Grass Trail right now, and I'm getting my ass kicked by this fucking Totem Lorantis because all my Pokemon are weak to fucking either fighting or grass. And now, fucking his fucking ally Pokemon keep healing him and boosting his defense, and I'm running out of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna win eventually. I'm, I'm in a position where eventually I will have to win by a struggle. So I got this. It's just gonna take a lot of time. Nice. I, don't, I don't even care. I'm gonna do it that way if I need to. I seem to remember Lucas struggling with that one too. The first time ass. we played this game, I had so much trouble with it. This time, I breezed right through it. No, I, I had I had no problem with like, any of these, but fucking like in this game, I had my guy. I got my ass kicked by the water trial because I was pre- I was prepared for wishy washy. I got fucking araquinoid. So I was like, oh crap, and like just flat ran my team. Then I had to fucking pull up my grubbin. 
And then this time around, I'm like, not <laughs> Thank you for Lorenzo. <laughs> and like, was the fucking goddamn energy beam solar blast shit. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, that's it. That's me. Eugene is so lost right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I've been playing. All right, y'all. Um, sounds like you are up, Steve. So why don't you tell us um, what you've been playing this week? Um, I might sure have to drop out at any moment, just so y'all know. So follow me on Twitter. Do you want to do your outro real quick? Yeah, say follow me on Twitter at Infendo Justin. All of my gaming information is on there, and so on, etc., etc. Go ahead, Steve. (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't think I've really been playing much this week. I know I've played some Pokemon because I was ahead of Lucas, and Lucas and I were trying to do some stuff on Pokemon the other night that was just not working. So we're gonna try that again tonight, and then hopefully we can talk about it next week. Um, the biggest thing I've done this week was I finally played Bomberman R. Um, oh, yeah, I we played, played that. Yeah, it was, who was it? The three of us, and then I think Hax was there? No, Hax was, right? was talking to us on the Discord. He didn't play. No, Hax was playing with us. Hax played was... Bomberman with me and Steve. That's what it was. Well, Phantom so, yeah, played all right. this, I think. We yeah, played Phantom yeah. with the three of us, I think. <clears throat> that's right. So it was me, Lucas, and Hax. I played Bomberman R for the first time. I played as Pyramid Head because he's, I don't know, just a character that I know because I've played the Silent Hill games. That was so much fun. I you don't held know your why. own. You were really and I, good. And I, had never, and I had never played before. I had them running from me because Pyramid Head has this ability where when you push his ability button... He goes slow, but if you touch him, it's an instant kill. <laughs> so I would get next to them, and they'd be, and you know, they'd be like, "Oh shit, he can kill me!" So they'd run, and I'd be chasing them, trying to catch up. <laughs> so and then That's we awesome. found out that if you play Pyramid Head, like if everybody plays Pyramid Head, he is immune to his own ability. So if three Pyramid Heads are playing together, you just as well not use an ability, or all you're doing is slowing yourself down. Sure. Um. I have not laughed that hard in a very long time. I was in tears. I had a headache. I laughed so much. <laughs> it was so much fun. So if you guys don't have Bomberman R, you seriously need to get it. You should have listened to Mike and Lucas earlier <laughs> wow. when they were uh, shut up, Siri. When they were, <laughs> you know, trying to get us all to buy it in the first place. Eugene, splice that audio and like remix it, and I like, just post it in like a ten-second video. It's like for the rest of like all eternity. Well, you should have listened to Mike and Lucas. Yeah. No, I, oh, thought I thought he meant shut up, about the shut up Siri. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that's really the biggest thing I played this week. Um, hoping that we can play it Saturday night. Because that it was fun with three, but it would be so much more fun with anything more than four. Right. So if, if anyone's up for that, I say we try that on Saturday. Um, I actually think that's it for me this week. It was just Bomberman and Pokemon because I didn't have a lot of time to play very much this week. Have you? No. <laughs> I played. I played Rocket League with you, right? You've played Rocket League before. Yeah, you actually booted it. I played it Rocket up. League. Yeah, I think I talked about that last week, and I think I might have played a round or two of that this week, but I don't remember it because Bomberman kind of stole the show. Right, right, right. Well, fair enough. All right, I'm gonna have to play some Bomberman with y'all. I have it, and I, I think I booted Dude. it up like once. Dude, Dude, Eugene, you it's so a, need to play that. It's with a us. really easy to get into game that's a lot of fun for a lot of people. No, I you can love have like, games. You can have like eight yeah. person matches. So. Well, and yeah, we'll definitely have to make Lucas that an improvement. Without a multi tap. 
Like I was telling Lucas, my only prior experience with Bomberman was Wario Blast on the original Game Boy. Oh, that game. So, and that's literally the only Bomberman game I've ever played. My wife has played Bomberman on the Wii. Don't know which one, and she's played it on the DS. But I've never played a Bomberman game since Wario Blast, and I had so much fun the other night. I can beat that. I've never played a Bomberman game. I did. What'd you say, Justin? I have never played a Bomberman game, period. Oh my gosh. The the next multiplayer game you get, Justin, has to be Bomberman. (laughs) I am serious. Well, as long as You're everybody old. else has it, I'm not getting a multiplayer we game do. that nobody else is playing. Me, How the hell are Lucas, you old like Eugene, me and never played Bomberman. I never had enough friends to play it with, so it was never worthwhile. Like, the the closest... original was a single player game. Okay, but this... I didn't know about Bomberman until no excuses, Justin. No, I didn't know oh, about Bomberman until like trubs. probably late Super NES era, <laughs> and by then I had no interest in it. So, can I tell a fun story, like short but fun yes. story that kind of rolls into mine? Are you mostly done, Steve? I don't want to eat up all your time. Oh, I no, I was completely done. That's all I had. But you guys just reminded me, Bomberman was one of the two games, along with Mario Kart DS, I think, that. I was playing when I went to the camp in, like, 10th grade or whatever, where I learned how to use the program that I used to make my game stuff. Like, I I used to... That was, like, my (laughs) game to play when I was bored and had nothing to do, was Bomberman DS. I would just set it to, like, multiplayer and just go nuts with it, so... I just brain-blasted that. Awesome. (laughs) Well, since you're already going there, why don't you tell us about some of the games you've been playing, Lucas? All right, well, I'll skip Bomberman because I feel like we kind of got that in with Steve, but just know it was immaculate, and I had so much fun playing with Hacks and Steve. Oh my gosh, we laughed so hard. So much fun. (laughs) Um, I have mostly... uh, Okay, real quick. Sonic, still playing it, still trying to 100% it. I got all the red rings. There's also rings that you have to get in order that I'm now working on, and in addition to that, there's ones that you have to do in like a timer so i've still got stuff to do in that but i'm having fun with that more to the point pokemon i'm playing a lot of pokemon in my off time um i beat the game i got to the post game i just got to the post game today actually um i beat it last night but i didn't really want to delve around into that um by island four things start to get pretty different and i like that not uber different, but like the way they handle the Ultra Beast is really different. There's some more locales, not locales, but there's more scenery in like the game that's cool. I was I walking am up to so the... excited to get Necrozma. That is oh, going to be amazing. The and I know what stuff, it does. Yeah, the Necrozma stuff is actually pretty cool too. I like how they handled him in this game. He's got much more of a role, whereas in the last game he just kind of showed up it, for no reason. Like in this game, it makes like... sense. It's kind of like Giratina was in Pokemon Platinum, where it actually has a cool thing to go along with it. Yeah, and the plot works out better, too. I like how they like told the story in this game. Um, some of the new gimmicks are really cool. I, I liked I was walking to the Battle Tree today, right before we started the show, and there's just a giant beware, like, walking around in circles outside the Battle Tree. It's like little things like that that make me happy, you know? There's actually Pokemon in the environment now that, like, just walk around and look at you and stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm kind of at the point now where I've given up the main game and given up my old team, and I'm kind of working on getting a decent team together for battling. Um, I'm, I'm going to say screw it. I know Steve didn't want to talk about it, but me and Steve <laughs> tried to do a thing like two nights ago oh, where yeah. um, I, I found this somewhere, and I liked the, the way it sounded. It was so cool. 
Wonder Trade is a thing you can do where you go on and you deposit a Pokemon and it randomly gives you another Pokemon from another trainer anywhere around the world that puts them in for Wonder Trade. It's kind of like a lotto system kind of thing. And me and Steve are going to tonight, we're going to two nights ago, um, do a Wonder Trade for six Pokemon. And we're going to battle with our six Pokemon that we get randomly from other people around the world. Yeah, so that's the plan. And then we've even got, like, this alternative idea mm-hmm. where may- maybe you have, like, you start a timer and you have exactly ten minutes to get them as trained up as you can. So, like, you can start dumping, like, items onto them to, like, mm-hmm. give them moves and stuff. But, like, it's a rapid-fire training idea. kind of thing. So we want to do some of those. So we're going to try the Wonder Trade fight tonight, I guess. But God yeah. damn it, I wish I was into Pokemon as much as you guys, I swear. It's L- a Lucas, you seem to be on a kick of playing games in alternative ways lately. Yeah, it's like kind of reinventing how you play games, I guess. I don't know. Well, Um, well, the thing about Pokemon is we've already played Sun and Moon, so we're trying something different this time. I will tell you, I hope that the post-game is long, because what I've seen of it so far, I've really enjoyed. Like, there have been flat-out moments that I've gotten to the post-game, and I'm like, oh, that's cool, that didn't happen last time, so, like, you know... It's little things that make it really fun for me. I'm working on something right now. It's kind of a surprise, but we'll all know about it in a day or two. So that's my goal for the night, I guess, with Pokemon. But doing some things, chaining Pokemon, catching those rare ones, making my team better. And that's what pretty is, much all I've got. What were you trying to chain for earlier? I, um, oh, that one. Sorry, I never got back to you about that. I want a shiny that's Gardevoir. Okay. Because she's, gotcha. like, one of my favorite Pokemon. So I'm thinking about breeding for one, just because I want a blue Gardevoir. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of been my whole thing. I haven't really put in that much work on trying to get really amazing Pokemon yet. So we'll see what happens. And that's all I've got, I think. Oh, and just that? Uh, well, Mike got me Monopoly for a Christmas present, so I've played a little bit of Monopoly today. That's Wait fine. See how that goes. I'm gonna I'm gonna get mine. Hopefully, by the time I get home, and I'm gonna try that shit out. There's a ton of game modes, and like I've only tried like the classic one right now. But like I was maybe 30 minutes into it, and we were starting the podcast, and I was like, I don't have time to do this right now, so I just turned it <laughs> off. But I'm looking Is forward there a to having some Monopoly. I think so, but we don't really know. We're gonna have to do some digging. I know there's local there is, multiplayer. There is I don't online. Know if there's online. There okay. is online, but you don't know if there's friend lobbies. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works yet. I'll, I'll figure it out tomorrow. I'll be the first thing I do. Okay, so that's the goal, I guess. Yeah. But hey, I got a free game, and it's a game I wanted to buy anyway, so I'm excited. Merry and Christmas. thank you, Mike. Thank you. No, oh, no and I have a couple of Christmas presents in the mail for Mike and Steve specifically. If anybody else wants to do Christmas, let me know. I just didn't want to make it awkward and like give you presents if you didn't want to make that a thing right so. <laughs> but but i knew mike and steve were getting me something so no offense to eugene and justin i just i went with the guys that had already kind of initiated the christmas givings i'd be happy to do a gift exchange with either one of you fine gentlemen i'm not getting you i'm already spending money i don't have on my kids my girlfriend and myself so well, hey guys <laughs> i'm gonna i gotta take off I, I'm, I know it's like a minute before okay. we done but i'm getting ready for bed and stuff. everyone's going to bed so i don't want to be up too late all right but uh follow me on twitter at mike underscore the underscore poet um i'll be back online on monday for sure um if you're up early on Friday wanting to play some ARMS, uh, I'll be playing. If not, I'll see you guys on Monday. I'm not free this awesome. weekend, so yeah, that'll be it. Final time. Cool. Mm-hmm. See you, Mike. 
Have, good have a good uh, study time and kill that final. Will do. Have Bye a good night, night guys. Good, Thanks for, good luck. Thanks for tuning in, viewers. Peace out. Awesome. <sighs> well, I guess that leaves only me. And I haven't really been playing that much. Um, everything that I've been playing has kind of just been like standard fair stuff. Like I, I played Rocket League with um, Hacks and um, Phantom last night. That was really fun. I think we've put in some... Oh yeah, we played um, Rocket League all together um, when Justin first played. That was really fun. Didn't jump on um, voice chat that night, but uh, no, I still you had didn't. fun with you guys nonetheless. <laughs> and we had the hardest uh, time setting up the game because of that. Because you kept on, we kept on, everybody was leaving the match for one reason or another and you stayed in so we couldn't reset everything <laughs> eugene is difficult with the voice chat because i know it's not available to you but it makes it so hard when i'm like eugene we're trying to do this <laughs> <laughs> pass me the ball pass me the ball <laughs> yeah. um, no it's, but i did have a lot of fun with that and you're no you're right completely right rocket league is like meant for voice chat like that game is just like a game meant to you know just kick back with your friends and bullshit so that's like you know i have i have fun playing with you guys that way so that was fun um what up, Justin? yeah i've got to take off i just heard the car pull into the driveway so uh once again follow me on twitter at infendo justin you need any more information just find me there awesome <laughs> have a good night catch you later justin well, now that the B team is gone, the A team can rock this <laughs> podcast the right way. So. Oh, dear. <laughs> you got that goddamn right. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> other than that, I was playing, um, actually got back into Pug- PUBG, uh, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, like, hard. I want hard. to. I want to. Oh, I, I got back play. into it. So, number one, they're going to be launching the game on the Xbox One, which I'm super excited about because I do have an Xbox One and I want to play this game in bed. Number two, they um, finally um, launched within the test server um, something that they've been talking about forever, which is vaulting. So... Before, you couldn't, like, like there's a waist-high fence, right? You had to run all the way around it. Now you can just push a button and vault over it. It's really fucking cool. Like, it's mm. it's really changed the game in a number of ways. Like, now, when... so Like, so, for example, I was playing this match with somebody in the test server, and, like, normally you would have to, like, kind of hack your way to get out of a window, like, if you're on, like, the top story of a building or something like that. Now you can just vault out of the window. So, like, I waited until the guy... I was watching him he i knew he knew where i was i knew where he was he vault uh he went into the building that i was kind of barricaded in i vaulted out the window came up behind him and shotgunned his ass right right from behind and it felt fucking good so like yeah i'm in back into PUBG. that game is so good so good guys like i wish it would come to switch so bad that would just be like all i would play but yeah, really, those are the only two games that I put significant time into this week, so that's pretty much it. But man, I wish I could play that game with you guys. That, that'd be like the ultimate. I would have so much. I'm, if I'm they hoping, bring it to Switch. Even right? if we get that clone game that I mentioned. Um, oh yeah, Fortnite. Of it now. Yeah. Fortnite. Like, I take, I, it doesn't need to be Battlegrounds for me. Like I want it to be, but like, I'll take anything. I'll take a Nintendo clone of that game. Just I want well, to I yeah. want to play that experience, you know. And, and you know the that with how freaking this game exploded just this year. This game has sold over twenty million copies in eight months, guys. Dude, that is freaking they ridiculous. Could, they can yeah. do a Splatoon mode. 
Yeah, uh, well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm pretty sure that all of these uh, other video game I companies like are just going to start um, tacking on this idea onto their games. So I'm hoping that Nintendo gets on board and, like, just what you said, like, it announces DLC for Splatoon. My, that's my, PUBG. My only fear with that is Nintendo is so bad at copying other people. They're, <laughs> they're so good at coming it's up with, true. like, weird, wacky original stuff, but they're so bad at jumping on bandwagons, you know? Sure. I well, want them to. Even still, like, I want other companies to jump on this bandwagon. Like, I want the next Call of Duty to include a Battlegrounds-type mode, right? Yeah. Because then maybe the Call of Duty... Because, you know, that's a big franchise. Maybe we'll actually get a chance for that yeah. to appear on the Switch. Yeah. yeah. So, ah. Uh, well, like, it's, the, the thing that appeals to me is that it's a, it's one of those rare examples where it's like a type of game that I've never played. Like, I've never had that experience before, you know? I've played first-person shooters. I've played Splatoon, but I've never gone into an island with a hundred other people and tried to kill them. Like, that sounds like fun. I want to do that. Yeah, and I guess so. It, it, it sounds like uh, some of the listeners, even in the chat, don't really know what this game is about. So I guess it's it, it's worth explaining exactly what this game is. So the basic premise of the game is you and a hundred people are all on an island and so you start off on an airplane and everybody's on the same airplane the airplane just flies across the island you can jump out at any point and then that's it last person alive wins and like you go and you can scout uh, scavenge for items you can go and like just hide out if you want i mean it's great but the the key thing about this game is that over time um there's like this energy ring that close in is in on the battlefield so what was once a like 10 kilometer island that you get to explore starts shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and shrinking until finally like there's only 10 15 people left in like a little like building and then shit gets real and oh guys this game's so good like i i do anything for this game to come to switch i know it's probably not going to but hey Maybe it will. I don't know. I, I would, I'd kill for that. That's, oh, this game is so good. So, all right, all right, all right. That's enough gushing over a game that is not even on a Nintendo console. <laughs> so with that said, guys, I guess that brings us to the end of the show. But I just wanted to reiterate for our everybody who's still listening and for everybody who has listened to the Purdue show that thank you guys so, so much for, you know, just being a part of what we do Um even if you're not giving us money on Patreon, even if you're not, um, you know, writing in on Twitter, like even if you're just downloading the episode and enjoying it that way, thank you. We really appreciate that. So like, that's, that's great. We, we see our numbers for the downloads going up each and every month. So we couldn't do that without you guys. So thank you very much. Um, with that said, I am going to close out the show with our plugs. So you can find me on the internet at Infendo Eugene. You can find Infendo on the internet at Infendo. And you can find all of the stuff that we're writing on our blog at www.infendo.com. Um, we actually had a, have a couple of listeners that have written in. Actually, our SNES contest winner is one of the people who writes on the Infendo blog. So thank you for that. So if you want to, get involved in that you can just email me at eugene at infender.com and we'll see if we can't get your stuff on the blog so lucas where can we find you this week um well my silly twitter is mike underscore da underscore parrot my game design twitter is l-u-k-a-s-p-e-a-c-e underscore lucas peace underscore um follow me because i'm hoping to have an announcement like this week god willing 
Um, <laughs> short of that, I don't really know. I don't. I guess infendo.com is a good place. You could find me there. I need to write something for that site now. It's been a while, but no, your last review was it was good. I read that one. The the, the Sonic was one. Was it your last one? Sonic Forces. Yeah, yeah. I actually had fun with that one. But like, I don't know. I like opinion pieces. Like, I want to make. I I, I I I never get a chance to voice my opinion. It's not like I have a three-hour <laughs> podcast where I get to talk and <laughs> say what I feel. So I need to have it all written down on someone else's website. So no, you Lucas, know. you're so quiet. You need to speak up once in a while. Yeah, I know. I just have this problem projecting. But anyway, so I don't know. Follow us all there. That's a good place to go. Steven? Um, you can find me at Gentus1 on Twitter, and we also have a Discord. Um, I think you can find that, I think it's on our pinned tweet on Twitter, it's, is that it's right, within, It's I don't know if it's on the pinned tweet, but it's definitely within the profile. So if you open up the Infendo profile, you can get the uh, code or the link to get to into our Discord channel. So we do have a very active group of people that are in there. Um, the five of us pop in and out you know, as often as we can, but we do get busy throughout the day. Um, but our listeners that are on there, they're all really mellow. Um, you know, a lot of fun to talk to. So hop in there if you're ever looking for someone to talk to. I think we've got voice channels set up for most of the major multiplayer games that are on the Switch that most of our listeners seem to be playing. If we're missing any, let us know. Right. Um, and we can create one. But uh, it's a really fun thing to check in on. A lot of times, you know, when I don't have anything to do throughout the day I and nothing's going on on our private group, me, I'll pop into Discord and, you know, chat for a little bit, and it's just so much fun. Right. And, so. yeah, thank you. I, I believe that the original person that set that up for us was Phantom, and, you know, you guys know all about Phantom if you listen to Infendo Radio. So thank you for setting that up, Phantom and Hacks. So, Phantom yeah. and Hacks. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, He's listening again. We gotta be careful what we say about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, definitely join our Discord channel. We got a lot of great people in there. It, you'll have a great time. You know, just just pop in. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Save that for us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's our job. We've got that shit covered <laughs> on lock. All right, well, I guess that's it for us this week. Um, we ain't got to plug Justin or Mike. They already did that themselves, so they're thoroughly plugged. Um, guys, it's been a week. It's been an episode. It's been fun. It's December time, so I think if... I, I guess I should have said this maybe in the beginning, but maybe we can start theming some of these Nintendo's questions like Christmassy themes. If you guys have any suggestions, you can throw those in our patrons, so... That would be great. All right, guys, let's get out of here for the week. What do you say? Sounds I good. say yay. <laughs> Lucas <laughs> and I you, have Lucas. a battle to attend to. Yeah, that's right. And I still all have right, shit guys, to do. Thanks again for listening to us this week. We'll see you all next week. Bye bye.